Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Good, the Dad and the Ugly, the Fatherhood podcast. I'm Seth and you dad. And on each episode, you'll hear me and my good pal Jamie. Hello. Who's also a new dad as we chat with our special guest each month about everything that comes with modern day fatherhood. Along the way, you'll also get the latest highs and lows and thrills and spills as Jamie and I foray further into these unfamiliar, joyful and often choppy waters. Choppy waters. Choppy waters. Choppy waters. Choppy waters. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of The Good, The Dad and The Ugly. I can't quite believe it's episode 11. I think like the last one, which was episode 10, went pretty much without comment. Is that is that right, Jamie? Did we not even mention the fact that we'd done 10 episodes of this? I know. That was um, quite a big deal and we kind of scooted over it. Yeah, 10. I think the big one's going to be 12 and then that'll be a year. But 11's good. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, so maybe that. we shouldn't celebrate this too much. Okay. Okay. All right. Episode between. 11. Jamie's here, obviously. Yes. Um, what's up, Jay? Actually, stuff's gone on for me. I don't okay. know about you. Yeah, I've got some stuff. Oh, you got some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to go? You go first with your stuff. What's going on with you? Well, it's been a bit of a, a hectic kind of few weeks. It feels like because, as you know, I was doing the um, sort of daddy daycare stuff. Yeah. I was on uh, shared parental leave or parenting. Parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I that ended, but obviously, of course, like by extension, Alice, Alice has ended as well, and she she went back to work. So then Eliza was going to has been going to daycare for the last few weeks so it's all sort of happened and then I started university this week which yes. is another big change how was freshers week uh awesome yeah saw, traffic light party oh <laughs> mate I the stuff that I've seen this week um <laughs> like actually or no no, no, uh, no. <laughs> so you haven't gone into any uh like uh flat parties or anything like that no no one's invited me I, I'm on the <laughs> you're that weird guy who sits at the back right yeah I mean it is a postgraduate degree okay. so there are some other older people mm. on the course yeah but and remind still, me what, what are you studying I'm doing um, behavior change okay and a master's in behavior change yeah. yeah it's very interesting yeah and you're now a week in or the, a couple yeah, of days one in. week what well, I, well, I start I had like it was freshers or or like induction week last week like yeah my first uh, actual seminar this week yeah does that mean you're seeing Eliza less or you get to well, see no, her more? Well, so I've arranged it so that I, um, I've got, I'm still working, still doing my job, mm. um, the job that you still don't, don't know, what know anything do. about. Nope. We, can, we can keep it that way. Okay. So I'm doing that three days a week and then I've got one day where I go into class and then one day of reading Parenting. and also 
childcare. But okay. actually, so far, the combination of reading and childcare isn't going particularly well. Because it's just childcare. It's just, yeah. yeah. The morning's all right because she goes down for a long nap after breakfast and stuff. Yeah. And I can get in about an hour and a half. But once she wakes up from that nap, it's yeah, basically that. game over. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, well, good luck with that. Yeah. 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 And she's crawling now as well. So it's like difficult to, you know. Oh, you can't just put her in a chair. Or her, yeah. yeah. Uh, terrible. What's going on with you? Um, we had a bit of a, um, a bit of a scare uh, last week, actually. We were. I was out playing golf, right. as you do, on yeah. Saturday morning, and I get a text message. I see I've got three missed calls and text message from Nat, which I kind of know something's up. And she said, oh, Matilda's really hot, and I'm going to take her to the doctor, like the walking GP at the Whittington Hospital. I was like, okay, cool. She's, you know, running a temperature or whatever. Then get another call an hour or so later saying that, yeah, she's fine, but just a bit of a temperature. don't know really what's wrong with her, but the yeah. GP said to monitor it, whatever. I then get home a few hours later. And that's pretty much out the door saying we're going to the hospital. Her temperature's gone up to like 39.2, I think it was. So I was like, okay, cool. So we dump our stuff, go up there. Seen pretty much straight away at child A&E. And they take her temperature, say, yeah, it's ridiculously high. Give her some ibuprofen. Still not really, you know, you could feel the heat. We stripped her down. You could feel the heat like when you held her, like radiating off her. And so that was a bit scary. And then they kind of came in and she didn't have any other symptoms. That was the kind of issue that there was no runny nose, no like cough, no sneezing, no rawness, nothing. It was just the temperature. So they started to say, we're going to test for meningitis. So obviously the worst case scenario kind of thing. And sepsis as well. So they tested for that. And one of the tests they do for meningitis is a lumbar puncture into the spinal column Jesus. um well first of all they couldn't get they put wanted to put a cannula in her hand right and she's screaming and you know she's not even four months yet and they're trying to get the cannula and they i mean fair play to them it's difficult to find a vein in a baby's hand but they were switching hands all the time like trying to you know um you know like a pin cushion she ended up and they had to like it was like the fifth attempt that they got it in yeah and she's going mental i've never heard her scream like that um which is quite yeah, upsetting yeah that you know? is and then they said, right, we're going to have to do a lumbar puncture. Um, we kind of suggest that the parents don't attend this because it's right. quite, you know, it's quite full on. What is, because um, I'm a little bit, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. obviously, I, obviously I know what lumbar Obviously you're is. being a doctor yeah. and Dr. Seth, you know. Okay, for people who don't know, I didn't know. They get a bloody big needle and stick it into the, the spine right. and take out some spinal fluid and then analyze that to see how many white blood cells are in that because yeah. then they can determine whether there's an infection. And meningitis is to do with the, I think it's the water surrounding the brain and you can get that from, you know, your spinal right, yeah, fluid. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and then they just took her away for like 20 minutes. And in that 20 minutes, I've never gone through more worst case scenarios in my head than I did in those 20 minutes. Jesus Christ, man, that's dramatic. And um, they came back and it was all good. And we kind of, she she was obviously very upset. Uh, Matilda was very upset. And, uh, and yeah, and then we just had to wait for these test results. And then they came back saying, look, you're going to have to stay over. You're gonna, we're going to have to stay over the night, you know, in yeah. the hospital, which is like the last thing you want to do. But they put us upstairs on the ward in a room and that was okay. But it only had one bed, like a tiny single fold out bed. So again, I went home. Actually, I went to the pub. Um, and, Understandable uh, in the circumstances. Well, I, do you know what? Honestly, it's the first time I've ever understood when people, you know, when people go, I need a drink. Yeah. 
for me, as I'm not a massive drinker, I go out, whatever, but I've never really understood that kind of I need a drink kind of thing. It's never yeah, really yeah, hit yeah. me like that. I needed a drink. And so I went, there happened to be people in the pub, so I went to the pub. And yeah, and then the tests actually came back and um, turns out it wasn't meningitis, it wasn't sepsis, but they still need to give her antibiotics and, and, right, and yeah, what have yeah. you. So they sent us home saying more test results were coming. And um, because we live in Islington, they could have a doctor come round and administer the antibiotics because they Islington have a doctor at home service, right. which is quite good. And yeah, and then they came round and then we got the test results back the next day and they were all negative. So, so thankfully she's fine and it was just a fever of some sort. We don't know why, we don't know where yeah, it came yeah, from, yeah. but it could have been you know, a throat infection or something. But it just made me think in a different way than I've ever thought before. Like, like, in what, like in what sense? I, as I said, the, the worst case scenarios go through your head and you start thinking about what it must be like to be parents of, like, God forbid, the, of, of kids who are in and out of hospital a lot or in hospital a hell of a lot because of, like, very serious illnesses yeah, and conditions. Yeah, yeah. And you just start to ask yourself a lot of questions as to what, how you would deal with that and what you'd do and 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 worse like my mind went into some crazy but and, you, and all the while i'm trying to be there for nat and trying mm. to be the person that's like no everything's gonna be fine of course everything's gonna be fine you know it's, it's you know we're in do- you know that they would they know what they're doing they know what they're doing it's yeah, fine yeah. doctor whatever but at the same time you're there kind of like you know just fearing the worst really yeah, but yeah. thankfully as i said you know and and i just can't i can't imagine what it must be like to you know be a parent of a you know of a child who, who's that ill that they need kind of constant hospital attention. But luckily she's she's all good and um, yeah, then we have her home and she's, um, I mean the antibiotics kicked in pretty much immediately and within 20 minutes she was like a bright happy self again. But wow, yeah, scary still, but it's kind of, I guess it's one of those things that you go through as a parent that kind of changes you a little bit and changes your perspective on things, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Well, Sorry to go a bit deep there. No, but, it is know. a bit deep, but I think like to lift the tone, yeah. perhaps we should introduce yeah. our guest for, to, for I think today. that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who, who is your daddy and what does he do? Our guest for today is a guy called Elliot Ray, who, well, hi Elliot, first of all. Hey. How you doing? Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on. Well, I was just going to give you a kind of a bit of introduction and sort of, you know, let the listeners know how you sort of came onto our kind of radar, I suppose. Obviously, everyone listening to this knows that we talk a lot about fatherhood and stuff. And so do you through your, your website. What's your website called? So it's called Music Football Fatherhood. And why is it those th- three things? Because that's basically my life. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so um, when the website started, it was literally just for myself to blog. Uh, I didn't have a massive plan for it. And I was like, I could call it something like my name, but that's boring. So what am I into? <laughs> <laughs> Music, football and fatherhood. And it just so happens that a lot of other men are yeah, into yeah. at least two of those. Uh, it's very rare to meet a man that isn't at least into a father that's not into music or football. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, I guess that's, that's how the name came about. And I guess what's good about it is that it's self-explanatory. So people know straight away what they're going to get. So is there a lot the of stuff about like music and football as well as the fatherhood aspect? Uh, so we have like monthly playlists. We might do a review of the top five hip hop albums out this year. Uh, we might do uh, some football predictions or that sort of stuff but the bulk of the content is fatherhood and i think that's because um that's what the contributors want to write (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what we're really about, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Like you can get music content or football content elsewhere, but uh, it's hard to find good fatherhood content. This is like a sort of a, a sort of hobby for you. You have your you have a day job as yeah, well. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I have a day job. <laughs> and obviously, you're a father. Yeah, and a father. Have... So pretty busy. Permanent bags under my eyes, but it's get, it's going really well, and it's it's like I can see it being something now. So I do have a plan to one day be able to do this at least part time. Right. At least one day a week or something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's the dream, man. I'd love to do it. I've, not only just because. Obviously, it's great doing something that, you know, is your own thing that you don't have to answer to anyone else. But also because I'm like, I'm passionate about it. It's actually like sometimes some of the emails I get and the stories that people tell, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm like, yeah. Sorry. Can I swear? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I'm like, bloody hell. Like, I didn't. <laughs> that's not swearing. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, bloody hell. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think this was going to happen. So, uh, like, being able to provide a platform for people to really get deep is like amazing and it's quite sometimes quite overwhelming some yeah. of the things that people will say and the stories they tell okay so what jamie was saying about the hospital stuff i can mm. relate to that my daughter was very ill when she was born um she had a very serious infection and we went through that for two weeks we were in the hospital oh okay intensive care mri scans and mm. it was hard like see what you were saying about it changes you like that literally change you because you think things that you you're just going through an experience that you would never think you would go through because you always think you see things on tv and you think that's not going to be me exactly um and you think i was gonna have a baby and then all of a sudden you're in this place where you're just like wow i don't know what to do like i literally don't know what to do uh cried for the first time in years Mm. just wanted to call my (laughs) mum. yeah um and it lasted literally yeah, we were in the hospital for two weeks, up and down with this infection and whatnot. And how and, old was your daughter like that. at that point? She was it was from birth. Right, okay, right. So she was born with this infection. So she was very ill when she was born. When she was born, she wasn't breathing. She was grey and stuff like that. So it started literally from from, from what yeah, was it? What was the out. what was the infection? What was the? So it's called GBS. Okay. Yeah, and since then, um, my wife she's in communication, so she's been helping them with their marketing campaign. Okay. Just doing some freelance work for free, helping them. Cause it's something that is very common, but it's very, so it's very common that it's like a, a vaginal infection. It's very common that women have it, yeah. but it's a very small likelihood that your baby will be born with it. Right. It's not the same as the strep B. It's strep B, it yeah. It is strep B. Okay, it is strep B. Nat had, Nat had that as well. Oh, really? But we knew about it. So she had the antibiotics when yeah. she went into labor. So that's the funny thing. We knew about it. We had the antibiotics. Right. Wow. And we still got it. So the, the chances are like one in 2000 or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. So, Shit, so is yeah. that serious? I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of babies die from, from that. And, and yeah. you know, it's, a, it's, it's, a, I, was mm. it, did they catch, I could be wrong about this, but is the, does it turn into meningitis? It can do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, cause one, it's passed on from the mother mm, through the birth canal mm, at birth, isn't it? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, so Dr. Jamie today. Yeah. Well, as I said, you learn these things when, you know, it's happening to you, I guess. Right. Yeah. 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 You do research. So yeah. So what, I think one in 10 yeah. babies die from it. Mm. Uh, one in another one in 10 have like meningitis and serious long-term disabilities and stuff like that so so yeah so it was it was really tough life-changing it's weird it's one of those things where obviously it was really bad obviously it was tough but it kind of makes you a lot more like a resilient person and you learn from it so so uh 
so I look back and I wouldn't say I'm grateful for the experience, no, 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 yeah. but it's something that you go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and, you, and you deal with it. So that was, at, at the time, I'm not sure that I knew, but I think that was one of the reasons that I wanted to then start documenting and start yeah. blogging. So that, and so it was quite soon after that that you Yeah. Started. So she was born in October. So she must've been just under three months. And she, and she's how old now? She's two next week, actually. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And what's Best. her name? Her name's Eleni. Eleni? Eleni, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, it was definitely, I think that played a part. Even at the time, I, I don't think that was on the forefront of my mind because mm, yeah. we were just in kind of obviously getting by mode, <laughs> just getting through the day basically. But yeah, that New Year's Day, we had some time and I was like, you know, I really want to start talking about stuff. Yeah. I didn't even go into that at the beginning. It was just other things. I was just yeah. wanted to get off my chest. I just wanted to share really. And then that kind of lasted for three months and then people were saying, oh, actually, I want to start writing for it as well. So I was like, that's great. Well, I was just going to ask, um, I mean, obviously, Mumsnet is mm. is huge. Big up yeah. Mumsnet. I mean, you're not like anywhere near that big at the moment, but like, you are you, are you growing? Do you have like, do you like check the kind of analytics and stuff on your... Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have, um, we have a private members forum. So you can log in and just, yeah, it's a forum just like Mumsnet, basically, where you can talk... Uh, we also have the daily debates that we do on Twitter on Thursdays and we have our contributors that write blogs for the website as well. So it's growing. I think since we've had some really good coverage recently and basically that has just made the website kind of more popular than it was before. Yeah, yeah. When I started, it was like, you know, 50 people a day or something like that. Mm. If that we're reading it now, we're into like hundreds and stuff like that. So, okay, yeah. so yeah, there's, there's definitely an interest and it's, it's so interesting how I feel like even you guys doing this podcast in terms of like dad's just being more willing to share now and it's acceptable to share. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, maybe 10 years ago, if you had postnatal depression as a man, or if, you're a widower or something like that you wouldn't necessarily want to show your vulnerabilities yeah whereas now people actually they want to talk about it yeah, yeah. um so those are the types of articles that you typically so sometimes there'll be other light-hearted stuff so right. someone wrote today 10 of the best baby disco tracks right okay what was number <laughs> one what was number one <laughs> what burn it? baby burn right i can't remember actually <laughs> i'll check my i'll check my emails yeah yeah, yeah. We should talk about an article that drew our attention to you, which was in The Independent, um, which you wrote, which um, said, um, it was, the headline of it was, I'm a young married professional black father and I don't exist. What inspired that? Because that's quite a provocative kind of headline, but I, yeah. I thought it was a really interesting read and you were talking about there was, you know, not enough black role models in in sort of in the media and and uh, do you want to just kind of elaborate on and that was in the independent how when, so when that, was that that was in july okay actually yeah yeah, yeah that was in july so what, <coughs> what prompted you to write that so i think it was about so when i was saying earlier before we started recording about just sharing more i feel like there's probably loads of things i want to say sometimes and don't because of i guess because people ask you about it afterwards mm. which is something i'm getting comfortable with if you say something in public they're gonna ask you about it <laughs> makes sense obviously um you know fear of maybe it being career limiting or whatever but now i just don't really care so i'm happy just to express how i feel and just be honest and i think with that i was like overwhelmed with the response to it i think it was like the second most shared article 
from the independent that day like yeah. people really felt it and I struck a chord and was relating to so many people and I think there were people that were like oh my gosh I feel like that I just didn't even think to say it or didn't articulate it in that way so I guess it was just me just thinking Do you know what this is something that I guess I've been experiencing and I think there's two things I think it's the kind of just realization that when you go out as a dad probably more so as a black dad people just don't really know how to respond to you if you're with your baby especially when they're quite young so, so if take, you're, you mean if you're on your own just the two of you yeah yeah right, so i used yeah. to take and then the out when she was like four you know three months i think was the first time i ever took out on my own so i used to take her out um make sure my wife has a rest be out with this young baby <laughs> and people would just be quite surprised and quite shocked and it was weird like i was living in Walthamstow at the time actually which is actually quite a liberal left place it, it was weird people just didn't know how to react to me if i go out on my own it's fine like when as soon as i'm with a baby all of a sudden uh it's just a bit weird and some what, people what was the so, yeah what was, what was the reaction <laughs> so some people would be like really overly like oh my gosh you're out with your baby like you know like over happy yeah, yeah which is fine like they were excited you know that's good whatever cool and I felt other people were a bit more standoffish, especially if you're going to a place where there's other mums as yeah, well. Yeah. So I really noticed, I was like, wow, people don't know how to respond to you. It's either very kind of like, oh my God, that's great. You're a dad, you're out, amazing. Take my money, take my child. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> or it I was- I vote for you. <laughs> basically, yeah. yeah. Or it was the other kind of, this is a bit weird. So I'm going to avoid him. Right, yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. not going to engage with him. So I'm going to pretend he's not there sort of thing. Wow. Because yeah. uh, I've definitely I've definitely experienced the first reaction. Mm. Like, not loads, but a couple of times people have come up to me, gone out of the way to just say, can I just say, I think it's great that you're out with your baby. That's, and Alice has yeah. been there before as well. And she sort of commented on it and been like, no one says that to me. It's like, it's just <laughs> it's a true, shoe. Though. I know, well, yeah, it's a completely fair point. Why should it be like amazing, this amazing thing? Yeah, sorry, Elliot, what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, so uh, what was I saying? So yeah, so basically, and I felt like this is this is weird. I don't experience this when I'm on my own, uh, normally, depending on how I'm dressed. But if I'm dressed like this, normally people are quite, you know, just Shirt and trousers. Yeah, shoes. like I've been at work, I have a job, whatever. Yep. So I thought, you know what, I, I want to express this. Yeah. And I was off work for the week, actually. I was in a, was in a coffee shop. And uh, that morning, I was said to my wife, I'm going to write a piece. And literally, it came out in like 20 minutes, which is really weird. The title, everything came out in like 20 minutes. And so, Sneni, my wife, was like, why don't you send it to the Independent? They've got this bit where you have indie voices, which yeah. is just people's opinion pieces, basically. Uh, so, I sent it to them. And knowing that this is something that actually the title is provocative for yep for a reason i wanted i wanted it to be like that yeah i wanted people to be a bit surprised and shocked by it because it's not comfortable it's not mm. a comfortable p discussion to have it's a bit sensitive obviously it's got race got dads so you're ticking all the boxes we're ticking man. these boxes yeah so it's a conversation that people might feel uncomfortable to have but i was like Do you know what at the end of the day i don't really care <laughs> i think it's a conversation we should be having like the response was crazy like i, I think the the best actual response was a mum saying, oh my gosh, I've been that person before and now I'm going to rethink 
Oh, right. Okay. Like oh, when wow. I see someone that's different, not necessarily a black dad, but someone, when I see someone that's different to like me and my friends, I'm going to make more of an effort to, so if we're at a baby what, group sort Did of she say what her kind of um, reaction had been before? So she said it was, she, she said, I think her exact words were, oh my gosh, I think that's been me. And there was another lady that runs, she runs classes and she was like, oh, actually, yeah, this is true. I need to, I need to change the way I set up my classes yeah so for me that was probably the best but then there was loads of other dads um black dads and not black dads that were like yeah we've experienced that loads of other women that were like oh my gosh yeah my husband tells me about this one of the, one of the things that you say in in your article is that you you don't blame people for having that reaction necessarily mm. because you feel that you know that's sort of that that's the inevitable kind of effect of like the media and and like advertising and the and the way that you don't see that person represented in in those forums yeah 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 i think it's getting better i don't know if they've read the article um but i'm seeing a few more adverts just with normal black men yeah but in general we are normally football players we're athletic we're musicians we're really cool or we're on Crime Watch. <laughs> uh, we're basically the, the two extremes, yeah. majority of the time. And I think it's a wider issue than fathers. It's more race, basically. Yeah. And I related that to actually, if people aren't seeing someone like me, who's got a you know normal, decent job, wife, normal kind of life, I'm not, unfortunately, a football player. Or MC or musician, <laughs> uh, you don't really get to see that person. Yeah, that's not really kind of represented in the media proportionately mm. alongside the others. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; they are there a little bit, mm. but proportionately, you see a lot of us being rappers, being footballers, being drug dealers, being criminals. We see that a lot proportionately there needs to be a readjustment of proportion like there needs to be a, a representation of actually what black british men are which yeah. a lot of us are just normal people who live normal lives who look after the kids and do normal stuff yeah um and i use the example of when a magazine approached me so they approached right yeah they contacted the website obviously not knowing I don't know if I had, maybe they didn't look on the about page because they would have saw my picture then. Um, but they contacted the website and said, oh, like, you know, can you contribute to this Father's Day piece that we're doing? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It was in Mother and Baby, which is the biggest parent in actual magazine. And uh, spoke to the journalist on the phone. Great conversation. I can't remember what we were talking about, but it was something about what have you learned from parenting, I think. Great conversation. Sit in the picture. And kind of that was it. And then I went into Sainsbury's thinking, oh, actually, I might be in the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the Sainsbury's aisle and I thought, oh, they got it, they got it. And then I wasn't in the article, basically. Shit, and I was like, that kind of spurred me on to write the article as well. Yeah. I was like, the people that are in the magazine, I think there was like eight dads that were white. I was like, the story I told is as interesting, if not more interesting than this, surely. Like yeah. I was saying some stuff, surely that was interesting. So in a way, I'm glad that happened because I probably wouldn't have written the article yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if that hadn't happened. So I think that was another factor. But yeah, I was just really interested. I was like, that's really interesting. Maybe, and I was talking to my wife about it, you know, maybe they feel like 
rightly so, I don't know, that their target audience uh, maybe does, it doesn't relate to their target audience. It's not mm. what their target audience want to see. I don't know. I don't know what the reason was. But from my point of view, I thought, oh, maybe, you know, diversity is cool at the moment. I thought they would have at least done it just to show they're diverse, but mm. obviously didn't. So, yeah, so it's just interesting that I've had kind of like seen that and been like, okay, if that was a magazine that was asking for a criminal and it was talking about drug dealers in London, I'm sure I probably would have been <laughs> featured then. <laughs> or even if they were talking about footballers or something, you know, musicians, yeah. I probably would have been featured then as well. So it's just interesting that for this kind of industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, to it's be, like, it's, it's interesting because I'm actually, I mean, it, I totally like agree with you that there is that problem that, you know, like black faces are kind of underrepresented in, in kind of just, you know, quote unquote, normal roles. Mm. But I am surprised that, that like, if we don't know, we should like probably say that we don't know for certain that was the reason, but it is surprising that given that they obviously did, you know, interview you and potentially other black dads that they didn't have any featured in that article. Okay, everyone, that's the end of part one. More after this. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So Elliot, I've read some of the stuff that you've written and stuff and i know that you kind of you have like one day off a week mm. uh, you know tomorrow for, for, Fridays <laughs> for spending time with your daughter yeah so how do you kind of manage that with work what's the situation he's so, asking so he can get tips basically <laughs> this is his life now so, so I'm, I'm lucky to work in a quite flexible environment where yeah. i get to do compressed hours okay so what, what is it that you do just remind us so, um so I, <laughs> that was a big <laughs> so i work in civil service central okay. government yeah uh do like continuous improvement and diversity stuff there okay yeah and change management and um yeah it's pretty flexible which okay. is great so my line manager likes me which is, which is always a I good hope. start yep. Yep. <laughs> and so kind of allowed me to work flexibly which is not just it's not it's not, it's not just me personally it's mm. just that's just the rules of the organization basically yeah. but there's a lot of parents there and most people don't work nine to five. Like some people will do part-time, staggered hours, compressed hours. You, it's very rare to meet someone that's in the office nine to five every day. That doesn't happen yeah. anymore. So yeah, so when my wife went back to work, just to manage the childcare, it, it was better for me to be at home on a Friday because um, 
obviously wanted her to go to nursery three days a week. My wife's at home on a Thursday. Okay. And I get Friday. So I work really long days, Monday to Thursday. How long's really long? So it's like, it's probably not that long, to be honest, if there's any doctors or nurses <laughs> listening, like, what is he we talking all, about? We can't always compare ourselves to doctors and nurses <laughs> yeah. here. Like, I know it's good to every now and then, but not all the time, because otherwise okay. you just feel like shit. It'll be a bit easier on myself yeah, then. exactly. So it's like 8 or 6.30. Okay. That's long enough. That's not too bad. With a 20 minute break, which is okay. A 20 minute break. Okay, fair enough. And that means you leave the house at what time? So I'm leaving at 7. Okay, well, it's not... Um, I'm so not, my you, heart isn't bleeding for you right now. Yeah, it's not, t- it's not hard. Okay, it's, good. It, don't get me wrong. It's not easy. Yeah. But my job is, I'm not a builder or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more strategic stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if I want to go and get a cup of tea, I can. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not, it's not that you, kind of Do you get involved thing. in the kind of morning, like, you know, no. routine, baby routine? No, not in the morning. I, I, I'm, le- I'm left. Just, right. I've left and the then, house. And then, like, is, is she asleep when you get home? No, well, if I leave on time, uh, she'll be awake. She's not very good at sleeping. Uh, so <laughs> you're laughing through the tears yeah exactly that sleep thing it's not too popular <laughs> so uh, a lot of times she'll still be awake when right. I get home actually which is nice yeah, you know I just see her for 10 minutes or so that's really cool but it's worth it because we've got Friday the whole day yeah. whole day and we do fun stuff and then the weekend as well so it's definitely definitely worth it so with, with the uh, you're saying uh, at the civil service there's not you know is that because they're quite good with the whole parenting flexing or is that just the nature of the job? So a lot of parents kind of gravitate towards it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it's, it's the organisation, right. definitely. Like, yeah, I think it's just, um, I think it's just, it's just really forward thinking in that way. Okay. So, so they've adapted for their workforce rather than it being yeah. something that's always been in place. And, yeah, because yeah. I feel like the future of work is that. Yeah. People are going to expect flexibility, expect to be able to work from home. Yeah expect to be able to use technology and skype into meetings and stuff like that i think you know there'll be some jobs which are customer facing which obviously you do need to be there yeah but a lot of jobs where it's more strategy and stuff like that you can work from anywhere and i think like younger people it's weird i don't call myself a young person anymore which is quite sad <laughs> well how old are you 34 yeah, you're still young. Yeah, Am I still young? younger than both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah, young people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like me. <laughs> we, um, yeah, we expect, expect that. And I think organisations are going to have to keep up, otherwise they'll lose talented people. But also, with men getting more involved in childcare, they have to be, because if men are going to be more involved in childcare, which means that, you know, women will do better in the workplace and get higher positions and stuff like that yeah. then you can't just be flexible for the woman anymore you have to be flexible now for the man yeah, so yeah. I think it all boils into the same thing of this new flexible working you know dads being involved women in, in the career ladder it's all part of the same thing and you need to have all those parts yeah, yeah. working together otherwise it's not going to work completely yeah, yeah yeah The thing I want to learn about right now, and I was going to ask you guys about it, yeah. is am I the only one who doesn't know how to take off a baby grow successfully without nearly dislocating a shoulder? I was going to put out because I'm not even joking, right? I learned about this in NCT. That was one thing they taught us in NCT is how to take, you know, those really? kind of like those slip off shoulder things yeah. that you get, right? I did it on a dull fine, no problem. I, I can't, 
What, what size are your baby grows? Are they like... No, they're like... I mean, ones? not like the... Ba- maybe baby grows are on the vest things that go underneath and they got those slip-off shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, With the yeah, poppers yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I never know whether to pull it, the thing over the... Or so to- I don't really just take like, put one arm in. Yeah, put yeah. one arm in. Yeah. But then, and then just And then just like, I'm un- unbutton it, which I forget sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and then right. just kind of open yank. it and yank. Yeah. yeah, right. But that seems to be... There doesn't seem to be any sort of method health and safety and these shoulder things i feel like have a purpose but i don't know what the purpose is other than just it lets the head go through obviously why not why slightly wider yeah oh is that it i thought it was like a release thing that you kind of like it just sort of does it automatically i don't think you really need to no but okay i've got the wrong end of the stick you've really got but i've overthought this i think yeah Jay, I've got another question actually for oh, you. Oh, no. The other day, yep. I got a an invite to an Instagram account. Yeah. From Matilda. From was, Matilda, yeah. Oh, wow. What's this all about? Well, <clears throat> as you know, I'm a bit of a weird one for social media. <clears throat> Sorry. As in, I, I don't like oversharing on social media. And we've talked about it before, about whether you should put pictures of your kids yeah. up and stuff. Mm. So we decided, because... Who did it? A friend of mine did it. And basically, I, I told him, he lives in Dubai, and I told him that that we were expecting a child. And he said, oh, yeah, my boy is like six months old now. And I said, I had no idea you were having a kid, let alone him being six months. He said, yeah, we just don't put any pictures up on Facebook or whatever. But we do have an Instagram account for them, which we then share, make it private, and share it purely with close friends and family. So they can come, you know, see his kid grow up and I actually thought that's quite a good idea Mm. because then you can monitor who follows Mm. and I'm not sharing photos that I think I put two photos up of Matilda on my Instagram account Mm. but this way friends and family who are interested I don't care if you if you don't want to follow Mm. by all means don't follow I probably wouldn't follow if I you know my mate's kids account (laughs) it wasn't my baby (laughs) no 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 do you know what I mean but yeah so we just kind of thought it was a it was a nice idea. And then yeah. people can kind of dip in. But we made the, you know, the, the status says, warning, this is a baby spam account, mm. you know, and don't yeah. feel obliged to follow. No, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because like, it's so weird, even though I've got MFF, that I don't really share that many pictures of Eleni. Yeah. And some of the contributors do, some don't. So a lot, we use stock images and stuff like that. And I know that if I did, like, she's pretty cute. She's a cute little girl. I know if I did share, the website would get more attention. But I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable with like yeah. pimping out my daughter for likes. Man, your morals are going to go down. The more desperate you become nah. for, <laughs> for that world domination. <laughs> but yeah, not I don't. I, you know, I don't judge people that do. Yeah, um, I do. I judge people who do. Oh, do you? Yeah, 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 that's good. That's that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't, do I judge people? I don't think I know anyone that well enough that does it like publicly. Yeah. and makes money out of it yeah. to say. That I, you know, know them to judge them, but I oh, know I don't judge people who make money out of it. Fair play. That's, oh right, okay. Uh, you know, I, I, yeah, it's awkward because I, I, I do that quite a bit for our good dad ugly. Yeah, but that's fine. Instagram, but I'm, I'm not entirely comfortable with it. I do it obviously because I feel like we need to generate a bit of. <laughs> and thanks everyone for for following us. <laughs> but I, yeah, thanks for liking the photos that Seth really didn't want you to see. I mean, I don't mind it. Just uh, part of me just thinks: is it? Is this? Uh, should I be doing this? Is this right? Mm. Is this? Yeah. Well, there we go. So this is. So we thought this Instagram account for Matilda, self, you know, with her name and everything, private. We monitor who sees it. Yeah. Only like. That make, yeah, it makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you think that's bad? Like what? You know, 
I'm doing with Matilda uh, and Instagram. Have you seen this thing? Nat put me onto this, this DILFs of Instagram. Have you seen no. that? Like, you know, like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like what MILFs so are. So dads, obviously. I like to... Fancy. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. It's basically, it's an Instagram account, which uh, someone set up and it's, uh, obviously someone's got it set up um, and it's photos <laughs> people Back have submitted of dads looking fit at Disney World. And, Disney World, Only yeah, Disney, Disney World. World, or any of the Disneyland's, Disney Worlds, whatever. It's a bit it's so specific, and it's like, but they're like to be at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like them dads taking their kids around Disneyland, and people find that adorable. And wow. it's all like papped, kind of on your iPhone, kind of shots of uh, fit dads on uh, on Instagram. But they've turned something that is quite sweet into something a bit seedy, though, haven't they? No, I don't think so because I think it's quite. Oh, like, look at that. There's a dad I'd like to fuck. <laughs> like that, yeah. There's a dad with his kid that I'd like to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, at the most innocent place, or is it? Uh, innocent place in the world. Um, yeah, and I just thought that was a bit... But loads of girls that I know, I, I won't name them. <laughs> Nat, Hannah and Leah. Nat, Hannah and Leah. Nat, Hannah and Leah. Uh, all, all are obsessed with it like, <laughs> to be honest if there was a MILF page you guys no I don't think I would you wouldn't follow a MILF no. page I would think that it was there's your girlfriend listen to this podcast there's enough of that stuff on the internet as it is to be fair so basically you asked about what our goal is with this podcast oh yeah is to get on Dilfs of Instagram damn man that's the, uh, that's the well we better make a trip then yeah, yeah. yeah. Disneyland Euro Disney that's, that's the closest that, yeah, that is the closest but then if Disney are listening and want to give us uh, free all expenses paid to California amazing we're in we're in yeah. or Florida although it's a bit devastating oh I shouldn't too soon too soon <laughs> I think the Magic Kingdom is still standing okay so I think we're okay so yeah it's Dilfs of Instagram check it out So Elliot, um, one of the things that we noticed from your website is that you've got a thing a bit similar to us, which is... Another thing I copied on the podcast. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called S- Stuff... Was it called Stuff? Stuff to Get. Stuff to Get, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah sorry, which sorry guys. very similar to Dad Tech. I know, which but... Is, um, which is Jamie's was, thing. Which is my thing. It was such a good idea, right? Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you... Did You, you didn't actually... St- come on. <laughs> no. But you probably stole it from... Elliot. No, well, did you steal it? From- no, I didn't steal. I <laughs> okay. We we don't steal anything on this. Just <laughs> just our jokes and some of our content. Yeah. So this. So so hang on. So not only have you come on here, yeah, to promote your website, which is a mum's net for dads, which is yeah. what we are. You've come on here <laughs> with a bit of dad tech, yeah, um, which you want to talk about. So, a bit of a story this morning. So, my daughter has loads of toys. Yeah. And I went, I actually left the house this morning, forgot I need to bring this in today. Right. Went back in the house, she was awake, and she just basically went crazy that I was putting in a Sainsbury's bag and taking it to work. I mean... (laughs) I don't even know how to start explaining what we've what's been put on the table. So, do you want to give it a go? Uh, it looks a little bit like a kind of crazed robot. Um, yeah, alien. Alien robot. Is yeah. it? Can you have an alien okay. robot? Yeah, you can have alien yeah, robots. I suppose so. Yeah, robots which aliens have created. Right. Yeah. Oh, it makes that's, it, that's yeah. the best yeah. description. 
Oh Here we go. So gosh. I'm going to turn it on. Yeah. Are you guys ready? I'm not oh, sure. Do you want to say what it is or what it's? Or so do you, you want to turn it on first and then so tell us what it is? So it's like a, it's a robot, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, its name's Beepo. Bebo. Beepo. Mm-hmm. And it is the best thing for sitting on the sofa, letting your kid press some buttons and entertain themselves while you watch scroll CPR. Instagram. While you watch Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, it's one of those toys where, I remember one time I had a hangover, went out. Um, <laughs> just the one time. Just the one time. Really bad hangover. The next day, and I was lying, my head was spinning, and I was like, do you know what? I actually can't play with you today. <laughs> Yeah. So you just have literally <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> <Beepo>! <laughs> I called Beepo, who came in the room and saved me. Right. And this is what Beepo does. Oh, no. Are you ready to do the ABC? Dance? Let's go. ABC. Oh, my, it's dancing. It's dancing, and there are lights flashing in a really hypnotic kind of way. I can't take my eyes off it. Oh my god. Hours of fun. Bloody. So that, and that doesn't drive you insane? No, no. And is it just because, one song? No, it's got loads of options. Oh, okay. so, um, no, you don't need to press it again. <laughs> you do not need to press it again. <laughs> so it's got another option where you can say your name and it puts your name in the song, which is pretty cool. Let's do that. Genuinely. Should we do, do that? that. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I think it. Is it this one? Which one is it? It might be this one. Yeah, you've got to do Good Dad Ugly. <laughs> The good, the dad, and the ugly. Say something and I'll sing it back. Yes. Get ready. Good, the dad, the ugly. Good, the dad, the ugly. Good, the dad, the ugly. That is sick. Good, the dad. So you've changed your tune. I love it. Good, the dad, the ugly. That's wicked. That's brilliant. So the kids, she'll say, Eleni, or Eleni and Mia, who's her cousin. And literally, about 20 minutes you get out of them. And do you and your wife, when they've gone to bed, have hours of fun saying, give me well, shit to say? We have hours of fun, but uh, <laughs> not with Beatman. Beatman doesn't get involved. Yeah, I actually think they should do an adult version of that. Yeah. Like playing proper music, obviously, with speakers. But that would yeah. be so cool. Like, to yeah, have a party yeah, yeah. and stuff is in the corners. And so, so, tell me, so, so, what I would usually do in dad tech right now, like, okay. I don't know, you know, this is your first time, so it's great. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I would Very usually good. say who makes it, where you can get it from, price, that kind of thing. Cool. So, it's made by Fisher Price, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's quite cheap, actually. So, you can get the mini Beatbo, which is like half the size. But we just went for the full. Yeah. So, this, full this one's about like 12 inches tall, was it? About. 30 centimetres? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. I don't think the mini one can record your voice. Right. Oh, don't um, get that so, yeah, that's that's one of the main features. Yeah, man. Still dances. But, yeah, so this costs about, I think it's about £24. It was a gift from my okay. wife's friend. And, obviously, you can get it from Argos, Toys R Us, etc. All but good children's stores. All good stores. So, yeah, if you're looking for something that will entertain your children and is a bit of fun, mm-hmm. go for it. Beatbo from Fisher-Price. This is Dad Tech. Take over. Take over. So something I, I, I saw recently was um, put on Facebook, and we actually shared it on our 
Facebook page, which you can uh, go and visit at Good Dad Ugly if you want to get in touch and see all the cool stuff we put up, was <laughs> something on The Guardian that a French illustrator called just called Emma uh, did. And it was basically highlighting the concept of the mental load. Yeah. You heard about the mental load? Yes. Yeah, Alice made me very aware. Of Banging on load. about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not, not banging on about it, but just very forcefully sort of saying, you need to read this. Right. You need to read this. And I, and I haven't, this... haven't read it. Right. <laughs> well, you should. I read it. It's, it's a cartoon, so it's pretty easy to... You can right. skim through it. You can you know, whatever. Just look skip at the to the end. Yeah, skip to the end. Yeah. She basically says that when a man expects his partner to ask him to do things, he's viewing her as the manager of their household chores. So it's like, basically, I had a bit of a conversation with Nat, with Nat, had a bit of a go at me because she was like, you know, the the bottles are in the sink. They're not that. If I don't do them, they're not going to be done sort of thing. And I said, no, but just just tell me. I'll do them. Just tell me they need doing. I'll just do them. She said, well, it shouldn't be like that. And then... Mental load. As if by magic, this article appeared like two days later. <laughs> and I was like, like, I really think you should read this. Yeah. And then take some time to... Think about things and come back to me on it. No, she wasn't like that. But uh, it, it, it's, it's basically, I'll, I'll, I'll paraphrase here, but it's a cartoon. It's on the Guardian website, the mental load. Look it up. It actually makes some very good points. And um, I thought it was worth mentioning. So is it about like men not listening or something? No, or? it's not about men not listening. It's about um, men expecting their female partner to just do things around the house and, and okay. expect them to, if something that they the guy needs doing, She'll ask us to do it, sort of thing. Whereas uh, okay. it's not it's about like, that. It's like sort of like everything to do with the baby is yeah. that they bear the mental load for it. So yeah. even if uh, they don't do everything, yeah. that's yeah. my help. They're always the one that has to say, "Oh, the like the bottles need to be yeah, cleaned, yeah, yeah. or like these need to be folded, yeah. or whatever yeah. it is." Yeah. And the, the example, yeah. and, that's, they... and that takes a toll. But it's a hard one, I guess, because like so I was talking to some, someone today, like ages ago, that probably would have been the case because the man's got out to work and the lady is actually at home. Mm. You know, that's that's their job to look after the kids and do the home and men go out to work and it's so funny that now like that's changed so we're both going out to work but a lot of the time our attitudes to that probably haven't changed completely so yeah. for me at home we both work mm. but to be honest yeah she does so i i do loads of stuff but she will probably think about what eleni is going to eat totally. on the weekend or something like that yeah. or she'll think about mm. what she's going to wear like is a I might iron, but she'll think about making sure that ironing is done and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes I do look and I think, actually, yeah, I got it quite easy, to be honest. Mate, since uh, reading this thing, honestly, I've kind of fucked up your ideas. I think I have a little bit, actually. I think, I, I mean, from time to time. The thing is, I kind of notice it. Yeah. Whether I do anything about it is a different <laughs> thing altogether. Like, I kind of go, yeah, I kind of probably oh, should do yeah, that. I should yeah, probably but, do that, but yeah. football's on. So, so 10 minutes to go in a football and it yeah. is nicely poised. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what I did, Alice is so, so as I said Alice has sort of asked me to read it and but I, I, the reason I haven't read it is because she sort of explained to me the gist of it yeah, and I was yeah. Like, I gave you the bridge notes but the thing is is that like she certainly probably does take on more of the mental load when it comes yeah. to like baby stuff but I traditionally and still do take on more of the kind of annoying house admin okay. so I don't actually yeah. feel that guilty about it mm. 
So do you mean by bills and bills and like sort of stuff, and yeah. like oh we've got to get work done so I'm like chatting with the builders and all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff and yeah. you know just like other stuff that needs yeah. to get done oh, the sinks blocked yeah and the I'm garden the needs to like we need to like cut the hedge back like yeah. I'm all over that stuff yeah, so I feel yeah. like oh, I'm I think know, I am as well division of responsibilities yeah and yeah. I think we've got to a point now where Nat and I kind of Nat will kind of go okay well this is what he's doing. You take this 50%, I'm going to take that 50%, mm. and I'm just going to assume it's going to get done. I, I'm not going to, and to be fair, I was like, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And like, <laughs> we layers that. It's like, have you applied for uh, Matilda's passport yet? I'm like, no, no, I was, I mean, I, I definitely was going to do that, I promise, but uh, the football's on and it's one all. <laughs> it's nice and points. It's nice points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's just, I, I, just one stat that it says is, according to the French Institute of Statistics, women are still devoting 25 times more hours to chores than men. Don't trust the French statistics. Don't trust statistics in, in total, really. And if they're French, then definitely. <laughs> well, I think we'll wrap episode 11 there. Thank you, everyone, again, for listening. You know, your dedicated support and devotion really means a lot to us. Massive. Um, thank you, Jamie. Uh, yep, you're welcome. Thank you, Elliot. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been really fun. I really um, enjoyed it. Just quickly, um, so if people want to kind of read your website, what's the website address? And- so the address is www.musicfootballfatherhood.com. Uh, and we're on Twitter and Instagram, which is at MFFonline underscore. Awesome. And of course, you know, follow, you know, us and get in touch with us at our Good Dad Ugly accounts. Twitter and Instagram. Where yep. you'll see more photos that Seth doesn't want to put up. Yeah, exactly. And, but I don't want to put them up. But if I do put them up, I want everyone to like them. <laughs> yeah. And comment. And comment, yeah. And possibly share. Yeah. 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 And also rate and yeah. review. Rate and review. That's massive for us uh, in terms of getting us more exposure and therefore we can get more brilliant guests like Elliot here uh, hey. to come and be a part of this. So yeah, rate, review on iTunes and follow us on um, social media. Bye. 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.